You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Live Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Self-sacrificial love. Self-sacrificial love is the title of this devotion. (laughs) And I know if you watch these devotions every day, then you may sometimes hear me repeat certain things. The Apostle Peter, he says, I stir up your pure minds by way of reminder. And then he says too in, one, in his letter there, in 1 Peter or 2 Peter, he says, I will not leave you without the reminder. And these apostles like Peter and John and, and Paul and others were men who really appreciated the importance of repeating something. Jesus often said, verily, verily. In other words, surely, surely, or what I'm saying is certain, certain, certain. God himself repeated his promise to Abraham, blessing, I will bless you. Multiplying, I will multiply. It's in the repetition that the assurance is affirmed. And often we need that reassurance. We need that constant blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of his glory divine, heir of salvation, purchased of God. I'm born of his spirit and filled with his love. This is my story. This is my song, praising my Savior all day long. Remember that old hymn? This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. (laughs) I love that old hymn. But you see, it's important for us to be reminded about things. And one of the things that we need constant Holy Ghost reminding, uh, let me say, is, is, the, is about this self-sacrificial love. Remembering spiritually is like eating and getting hungry. You have that feeling, I'm hungry, or that feeling, I'm thirsty. The moment you drink after a little bit, that feeling of thirsty disappears. The same with hunger. You feel the hunger, the yearning, the groaning, or however you want to express the feeling of hunger. And then after a little while, after you've ate, that feeling disappears. That is what it's like to spiritually remember and spiritually forget. Or as Jesus would say in John 6, 57, As the living Father sent me and I live because of the Father, so he who feeds on me will live because of me. It is to continue being nourished by the life of the Son of God who is the head of whom we all receive the fullness of himself and whom he fills all of us with all of himself. That continual being made alive inward is the remembering This is why people can have had some of the most phenomenal experiences and be witnesses of it, and then later act as if nothing happened because they need to again be reminded by being renewed by the Spirit inwardly, 2 Corinthians 4, verse 16 through 18. So listen to this scripture. 
Now, Romans 5 verse 5. Now, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts by the Holy Spirit who, had, who was given to us. For when we were still without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. When we were weak because of the flesh, Christ died for us when we were ungodly by nature. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet perhaps for a good man someone would dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Perhaps for a righteous man, somebody would die. Somebody, wow, noble, honorable. I laid down my life for them. For a good man, oh, I laid down my life for you. I would not betray you. No, I couldn't do such thing. I cannot deny what I know is true about you. But God demonstrates his love in, sacrifice, in self-sacrifice. I do not believe that love can reach its full potential and maturity within us without that. I don't. I believe that one way or another, love will fail in what it is intended to achieve if there is not self-sacrifice. If that, if when it comes down to it and you have to deny self to keep loving and you will not deny self, love will fail. But if we want to see the kind of love that never fails, that 1 Corinthians 13 says love never fails. If we want to see that undefeatable benevolence, that unconquerable goodwill that always seeks the highest good of the other person, no matter what that person does. That self-giving love that gives freely without asking anything in return, that unconditional love that God has for all mankind. If we want to see that love succeed, self-sacrifice has to be part of it. And it has to become the identifying and identifiable quality of true love. In other words, your love begins to really become meaningful to the other person when self-sacrifice is part of its character, nature, and efforts to show that love. Jesus, here in John chapter 14, says in verse 13, I will not talk with you much more, the Amplified Translation, for the prince of this world, the evil genius ruler of the world is coming. And he has no claim on me. He has nothing in common with me. There's nothing in me that belongs to him. He has no power over me. But Satan is coming and I do as the Father commanded so that the world may know and be convinced that I love the Father and that I do what the Father has instructed me to do. 
I work in, I act in full agreement with his orders. Jesus demonstrated true love, that un, that un, that self-sacrificial love through his self-sacrifice, through his self-denial. And I plead with you, let Jesus help you in this way. You see, Jesus says here in John chapter 15, verse 9, I have loved you just as the Father has loved me. Abide in my love. Continue in his love with me. If you keep my commandment, if you continue to obey my instructions, you will abide in my love and live on in it just as I have obeyed my Father's commandments and live on in his love. I've told you these things that my joy and delight may be in you and that your joy and gladness may come to full measure, be complete and overflowing. And this is my commandment, that you love one another just as I've loved you. No greater love is any man but to lay down his life for another. It's the next statement. And you see, Jesus invites us into his self-sacrificial love. I tell you, friends, by nature, our love can be quite selfish. In other words, I love you because I want to love you to make me feel better. But if you don't receive my love, I get angry with you. I love you because I want you to love me back. But if you don't love me back, I get angry with you. See, that's all self-serving. That's self-seeking. And that shows the imperfection of love in us because there's no self-sacrifice there. The perfection of Christ's love in us is that we receive his self-sacrifice. Paul says in Philippians 2.10, that I may know the power overflowing from his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering so that I may become like him. You see, Paul didn't want to just know that life that comes from his resurrection, but he wanted to know that power by which he denied himself. He wanted to know that self-sacrificial love of Christ. And I want to encourage you to pursue this, to seek this for yourself. And I want to show you what it looks like. Because Christ laying down his life for us, it says here in Ephesians 5 verse 1, therefore be imitators of God, copy him, follow his examples, well-beloved children, imitate their father, walk in love, esteem and delight in one another as Christ loved us and gave himself for us, a slain offering, a sacrifice to God for you so that it became sweet fragrance when the Father saw Christ's self-sacrificial love for us it was like sweet perfume to him again when the Father saw Christ's sweet self-sacrificial love for us it was like sweet perfume to him it was a fragrance of mercy and grace It was an invitation of his forbearing mercies to come all over all for whom Christ died. And our lives are transformed by that self-sacrificial love. If that self-sacrificial love is not there, then we will fail to see love succeed. And how may I become more self-sacrificing? By looking unto Jesus. And I want to close with this thought right here from 
1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 15 and 16. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance that Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. However, for this reason, I obtained mercy that in me first Jesus Christ might show all long suffering as a pattern for those who are going to believe on him for everlasting life. In other words, Jesus has chosen me as an example of what he could do for the worst sinner. How I long for everyone to know that Jesus came to save sinners. How I want everyone to know this love of Jesus. You know, this one man whom I love dearly, I pray for him often and I miss him. I haven't seen him for a while. But I one time said, I love you in my text to him. And he texted me back and said, how can you say you love me? In other words, because of what I've been doing was not right. And I said, how can I not say I love you when the love I feel for you comes straight from the heart of Jesus? You see, Paul, and I'll close with this here. I added a little bit here now. He says here in Philippians chapter 1, he says in verse 8, God is my witness how I long for you and pursue you all with love in the tender mercies of Christ Jesus himself. The love I feel for you is what this is saying comes straight from the heart of Jesus. And this I pray that your love may abound yet more and more and extend to its fullest development in knowledge and all keen insight that your love may display itself in greater depth of acquaintance and more comprehensive discernment so that you may be so that you may surely learn to sense what is vital, approved and prized, what is excellent and of real value, recognizing the highest and the best and distinguishing the moral differences and that you may be untainted and pure, unerring and blameless so that with heart sincere and certain and unsullied, you may approach the day of Christ, not stumbling nor causing others to stumble. So let me close with this statement. Every opportunity to demonstrate from your own heart self-sacrificial love for those right around you in your own household and family and those far and near is an opportunity for the Father's love, for the love of Christ to be perfected in you so that in the day of His appearing, you may be found holy and blameless in His sight. Isn't that worth living for? Amen. Have a good day.